Welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. And now your host, John Clore. Hello, Mustang fans, and welcome to this Ford Performance Edition of the Mustang Owners Podcast. I'm your host, John Clore. I'm the Enthusiast Communications Manager for Ford Performance, and as always, my co-host is Mustang hobby guru, Mike Ray, who also happens to be the president of Moxham, which is the Mustang Owners Club of Southeastern Michigan. Mike, we've got another winner tonight. Yeah, it's going to be a fun show tonight for sure. Well, you know, Mike, we always talk about what's the sense of having a Mustang unless you can go have fun with it. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we have the guy who probably throws the most Ford fun party there is in the world, and I'm not to, to detract from anybody on the other side of the pond, but those I'm not really sure of because I don't go over that that often. By the pond, I'm not talking about Lake Michigan. I just think that the Carlisle Ford Nationals is the premier all Ford event, and for any Ford or Mustang person uh, who who claims to be have a little bit of blue blood in them, this is the one place to be all year. And tonight, we're great to have. Uh, Ken Appel, who is the Ford Nationals events manager and does a couple other events there for Carlisle Events. Ken, thank you so much for taking some time out tonight to join us tonight on the Mustang Owners Podcast. Oh, no, thank you guys for the invite. It's an honor to be on here. Well, we uh, we say that, Ken, because, uh, you know, the people that know me know that uh, when I started with Ford SVT, hell, it's been over 25 years now, uh, some guy sent us a note saying there was going to be this new show in the middle of Carlisle, Pennsylvania, in some fairgrounds. And it was they were going to call it the All Ford Nationals. And I was invited by the founder to come out with a, a, a Cobra R, a 1995 Cobra R, and a Lightning pickup and set up a 10 by 10 tent. And to be the only Ford representative from Ford Motor Company at this All Ford Nationals. And I have to tell you, and people that know me, and Mike knows this, I have never missed one since, including both of the Ford Nationals that uh, occurred on both of my son's high school graduation. As I told them, who doesn't graduate from high school? I mean, come on. And when you graduate college, I might, you know, think about it. But here's a camera. Send me pictures. I'm going to be at the Ford Nationals. And then when my wife's Jenny said, well, what about the second son? I go, well, I can't go to his. I didn't go to the others. So, you know, you got to be fair. So, Ken, you do throw the greatest Ford party on the planet. And tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the Ford Nationals, because it was growing every year. And once we got how Titang and some of the Ford brass there and we started getting Ford Motor Company involved, this show has taken off. Well, like you, I have missed my sister's graduation for the Ford Nationals. So trust me, <laughs> I've been in the doghouse as well. So I can relate. Um, so did my father. So granted everybody graduates high school at least they should so um i started out as an enthusiast coming um growing up in a ford family um dad's side of the family was in to thunderbirds and so was actually mom's side of the family and they were also into model a's and model t's on that side and uh it's funny because some of those thunderbird um i guess you could say family members i call them friends and enthusiasts um, they're actually part of the show nowadays. They come up from Florida, um, come up from Maryland. And, um, it's interesting because it's like you get to work with your own family as an enthusiast 
as well as the entire Ford family of enthusiasts. Um, so I started out as an enthusiast coming um, a lot younger. And then um, back in 2012, started with um, Carlisle Events, which is our parent company for the Carlisle Ford Nationals, and um, never looked back. And it's been um, 10 shows so far, coming up on 10 years with Carlisle Events. And it's a great company to work for. Bill and Lance are uh, great owners. and um, Bill and Lance are both Ford enthusiasts as well and um, own a number of Fords. Actually, I was talking to Bill about his uh, new Maverick um, yesterday oh. that he picked up. And I actually ended up getting one two weeks ago. So oh, it's, wow. uh, we keep uh, we keep adding Fords to the uh, family and actually looking out at my property right now and looking at um, a garage that's being built so I can store more Fords. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, Ken, you, you, long you, and short of it, I, I'm addicted just like everybody else. So. Well, then you're the perfect guy to run the Fort Nationals. But I know you also, Carlisle Events, the parent company, has um, they got events down in Florida. They've got auctions. They've got nationals for just about every brand. You do an import, uh, GM. Do you still do the Mopar Nationals? Yeah, so a couple of our shows are the world's largest. Obviously, Ford is the world's largest. Our Chrysler show, or Chrysler Nationals, which happens in July, is the world's largest of its kind. In August, we have the Truck Nationals, which is an awesome, awesome show. Over 2,800 trucks um, on the field of all makes and models. Very big Ford presence there with a lot of the, um, one of the biggest Ford presences is the 80 to 96 Ford trucks. Um, they call themselves the OBS Addicts um, because the basically old body style um, <laughs> boards are coming on strong in the market. And I own a couple myself, so I kind of, venture to that area when I get some free time during the show. And then um, we have the Corvette show, which is the largest of its kind that comes up in August. And that's just a whole beverage of uh, Corvettes and Corvette owners. And then we have our spring and fall swap meets, which are literally, if you've never been to our grounds, it's 80 some acres and it's filled with parts and cars, every single square inch. We just finished our spring one back in, uh, end of April or middle of April, and we filled every single space inside the grounds with cars and parts. It's a sight to be seen if you've never been out here. Oh, we, you know, all of our friends, when they talk about the Nationals, we as Ford people, you know, we nod our heads. We know what Carlisle does. I've been to your events down in Florida. Um, uh, the, the, down the, those, those festivals down there in the beginning of the year are awesome. But we're here to talk about Fords and Mike Ray as the Mustang guy. You know, uh, my brother used to come here all the time and say, you know, we're getting the Mustangs are starting to grow more and more because it used to be, you know, um, maybe 25 percent of the show. And Mike, how did you first get uh, brought into the national show? And what was your first experience at the Ford Nationals? So when I got my brand new 2005 Mustang GT, there was a big group going down um, it was with uh, one of our old sponsors and then with our club. And so. Um, we met up and we caravan down there and met a lot of new people who are still with the club today that I just met the first time down there. And I'm telling you what I, so when you pull in the main gate, um, I, my car was the first spot right there, right by the building. And I'll never forget that because every time I pull in, I still remember that, but seeing all those cars is like you said, it, it's, it's gotta be on everybody's bucket list 
to me, I've been at every show, John, like you, I've been around the country and traveled them all. And I run one of the biggest ones. Right. Um, but I'm telling you, and I, I told Ken this many, many times, it is my absolute favorite show to attend each and every year. So yeah, my first one was 2005 and no looking back from there. And Ken just runs his ship so perfect and so flawless and there's never an issue. I've never heard one negative comment about anything from anybody. Um, and I've had in a lot of different, um, hats, right? So I, with the Moxham club with Roush, with Celine, I've worked down there in many different capacities and every time it's just been just flawless. And, uh, if there's ever an issue and we call Ken, he's on it in a half a second and everything is just always perfect. So great arrangement of food. Like you said, that's a swap meet, the car corral, 3,000 plus different cars. And uh, with the Ford one, it's cool. You're going to see the Starsky and Hutch cars. You're going to see the Focuses. You're going to see the Etzels. You're going to see the Thunderbird Club. So it's not just Mustangs. Um, it's just a Ford lover's paradise. And that's my best way to describe it. And uh, like you, John, I don't ever plan on missing that show ever again as long as I'm alive. <laughs> well, Mike, we can't, we can't do that. We got to tag team it. Uh, <laughs> in, case, in case people don't understand that the impact of a show like this, uh, one of the programs I manage is the Ford Performance Club Connect program. If you go to FordPerformanceClubConnect.com, you'll see a map and you'll see 450 Ford clubs, whether they're paid for membership clubs or Facebook pages or whatever. And Ken Appel knows that many, probably has that many on his phone right now. But um, Ford's trying to get uh, to know everyone who likes to celebrate Fords. And can you imagine a job where uh, I go to a club meeting or I'll go to a show and get to meet the club and hang out with them and talk to them and be, uh, give them that uh, face of the guy at Ford who supports clubs. But at Carlisle, instead of spending a weekend going to one show at Carlisle, I can spend a weekend and going to how many visit, how many clubs are on site this year, Ken? So there's 60 plus officially with club tents. However, we have over a hundred on our list and it's absolutely insane. And you, you know, as well as I do, and luckily you get a golf cart for the event, <laughs> um, but it is 14 miles. If you walk every row, it is absolutely insane. It's over 3,200 cars this year. We're trending. And I was just looking at the numbers before I got on here. We're trending 400 cars over where we were at this point last year. So it's just going to be absolutely insane from the amount of Ford products that you can see there. And like Mike said, it's not just Ford Mustangs. It's anything from the Model A to the Mare Coors. When was the last time you saw a Mare Coors at a car show? We get 60 to 100 of them. Um, there's the Focus and Fiesta guys with the, the younger generation. There is... The four GTs, GT40s even, a couple of them show up each year. Mm -hmm. Shelby's having a big anniversary bash this year. They're over, Team Shelby has over 350 members registered right now for the event, um, let alone the Beverly of Mustang Clubs, the Edsel owners, um, Keystone Edsel Club. They do a great job at the event. Galaxy owners, Fairlane Club of America has a huge presence as soon as you come in gate three. Um, and I'm forgetting probably numerous others, but we have over 200 classes of boards. Um, so we definitely have a space for everybody. And, you know, I mean, we, we just added a class for the, uh, Maverick owners the other day. We're reaching out through some of their social media groups. We got a group coming in with mock ease. So the next generation of Mustang enthusiasts are here. Um, we have new Bronco owners mixed with older Bronco owners. Mm -hmm. We've got a Conline van owners it's if you and the greatest part about it is we have a swap meet that has over 2,000 vendors with it 
And if you can't find the part down there, or sorry, it's 2000 some spaces yeah. um, in the swap meet representing probably around four or 500 actual vendors. And uh, if you can't find that part in that swap meet for your Ford, it probably doesn't exist. Okay. Or it's that one of seven part that <laughs> yeah, that's obtaining to find, but you might find it down there. I found it, stuff like that. That's so. a whole show in itself. I mean, you could literally spend the entire weekend just on the swap side, going to the car corral. And I know you guys even have financing on site just to go and work that side of the show, not to even be on the show field to try to see all the cars. Um, I don't know how people can jam it all in for one weekend. Um, for me, just being able to visit, you know, 30 or 40 clubs on one weekend, go to their tent, say hi. And, you know, the, the seminars we get to do with Ford, um, you get um, the Ford team to come out with on manufacturers midway. And I know they're planning to bring the, the Raptor out and the, the Mach one and the GT 500. And I mean, how many times when you go to a car show, do you get the chance to talk to the brand manager or, or an engineer? I mean, it's, th this is truly, I mean, the, the country's Ford party. It absolutely is. It's a Ford family party. And you're right. Having the support of, the manufacturer um, is absolutely great to see them bringing out the new products, whether it's the Bronco Raptor, the Lightning, the Mach-E's, the JT500 Heritage Edition, and doing walk-arounds and really connecting um, with the enthusiasts. We kind of act as a conduit um, for the enthusiasts to speak with the OEM here at the show. And um, I know you guys get a lot of good feedback. We've had some um, product focus groups, um, discussions at our events, which I know you can kind of go into a little bit, but, um, they've basically said, Hey, here's what's coming out. I've been on a couple of them. Um, and they say, before you, uh, before we tell you what's coming out, you sign a non-disclosure agreement. And then, uh, they're like, Hey, we want to get your input, which is awesome as an enthusiast to hear an OEM that wants to do that. Some OEMs that we work with don't want to hear that from the enthusiast. <laughs> they 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 think what what is coming out of their designers' hands, I guess you could say, um, are what is God. Um, the cool thing about Ford is they want to hear from the enthusiasts, and they've made many changes based on what they hear from the enthusiasts. So um, that's something that's very unique to our event. That if you ever get a chance to take an option up and speak to one of the engineers or be part of one of those discussions. It's absolutely incredible. You know, Ken, that's a great point. And, you know, I, uh, I've been following the hobby, you know, ever since I was at auto week magazine back in the eighties. And I remember there was a, the Midwest Ford fest, uh, it was uh, kind of wrapped around a drag racing event out in Kansas city. The track is now gone, but uh, there was a little bit of car show on the concrete. This is nothing like that. This is, um, being that it's at the Carlisle Fairgrounds, and being that it's an all-Ford event, it's almost like a festival. Like you'd go to, you know, the, the State Fair or this, I mean, it's it's these this in, incredible extravaganza weekend of just Ford people and getting to meet Ford celebrity. Holman is there. And uh, you know, last year I got to interview Al Joniak on stage about his new book and all the celebrities that you have walking around, all the Ford engineers. I saw a couple of young Mustang guys uh, talking to two of the uh, Ford engineers right there at the Ford tent. And how many ch chances do you get on the typical car show to talk with Ford? And to your point, Ken, 
um, when we at Ford Racing used to say, well, what should we be making for, for example, the Fiesta or the Bronco? They say, hey, you know, Ford could spend $50,000 and do a, uh, what do they call those focus groups and send out mailers? But we get the true story for those people, Ken, who are buying a ticket. We, The people that come along with Mike Ray are true enthusiasts who buy parts, buy wheels. Their cars are all modded. We want to talk to them because they're the one that's, that they're going to buy, be buying this stuff. So being able to have Carlisle facilitate a, a meeting with um, some of the key members of the clubs so we can pick their brain and get ideas. I mean, listening to enthusiasts, that's why I think Ford makes products that I mean, can resonate with people because we listen to what they say and, and having you give us this place. I mean, Mike, other than the shaved ham sandwich and then those big bratwursts, I mean, there's very, there's so many other distractions other than those wonderful smells and all of the stuff that's going on. It's like, if you don't have a program, you can't keep up. I mean, I don't know how you put this together, Ken, but each year it seems like you have more and more. Are there any actual holes in the program or is it just constant nonstop for both days? Let me interject here real quick, John. That was uh, the way I describe Carlisle to everybody is, you know, if you're enthusiasts and you're on social media all year or you're talking to people or you're ordering parts and you're ordering parts from CJ Pony parts or whatever it may be, or you're ordering a Roush exhaust, Carlisle is the gathering place where Anyone who's anyone in the Ford or Mustang world attends. It's like a family gathering, a family reunion where you're going to see everybody. You're going to see all the aftermarket companies. You're going to see all the OEMs. You're going to see Mr. John Glore riding on, on the cart, right? Um, <laughs> but it's just anybody who's anybody is going to be there, even friends from different clubs, Pennsylvania club, Ohio clubs, you know, wherever they're at, um, almost someone's going to be there. So it's like the meeting point, like the Mecca, I call it for Ford and, uh, and it's it. And I, I can't describe it and I cannot promote it anymore, especially within our club this year. I'm very, very proud to announce this is by far our biggest group ever that we ever have coming and it keeps growing each and every year. And, uh, and I, we keep, cause we keep promoting it. I remember the first year I took Sarah down in 2017, yeah. came down, I was trying to groom her to become president of Moxham and, uh, was taking her around and showing her and introducing her to all our sponsors. And that's where I introduced her to Mr. Gary Patterson from Shelby. And now she is Mrs. Patterson. So <laughs> that story for Carlisle, I mean, you don't just find parts. You don't just find cars. You find lifelong partners or spouses, right? Can, hey. can, yeah. Can you make magic happen between people? Yeah, we do. And you know what? I've made so many lifelong friends, including both of you, through uh, – the event here and you're right it's not just an event it's not or it's not just a car show it's an event it's a festival i mean from the rolling exhaust contest to the we just added a new rolling burnout and donut contest back at the track on saturday night replacing our old burnout contest and so exciting we got to do a test of it during our import show this past weekend and uh we had a fox body and uh he was tearing it up pretty good so much that uh Somehow he popped his hatch and the hatch was flinging open while he was doing donuts. It was <laughs> absolutely insane. And he said he's coming back for the Ford show. And, um, you know, I mean, just things like that, that you just can't describe unless you're here. Stang Magazine. I mean, they're coming on strong this year. Yeah. They're doing a whole noon en- engine rev on Saturday to honor those that were lost. And they're also doing a huge kickoff on Friday night at 530 at the grandstand. They're going to have a band. Um, they're going to have a barbecue rib 
um, tasting contest on Saturday. Um, I want to say it's like around one o'clock or one thirty. I mean, just there, you just don't get that at a normal car show. I mean, you can sit at a car show and listen to skip a rope all day. Um, but I'd rather listen to engines revving stuff going on and be walking around and be exhausted at the end of the weekend because I had such a good time. Yeah, that that's it. Ken and I, I know so many people have been there for so many years and they're starting to see how this show under your tutelage at least is evolving. I know you have a couple of challenges from when I talk to the, uh, the Ford groups, they're always saying, boy, that Mustang crowd keeps growing and growing. They're taking up more and more of the show field, but how do you keep them engaged? How do you keep the Etzels coming? The galaxies, the Fairlanes, those Lincoln guys there. I mean, to see the big Mercury's out there, the stuff that you don't see at car shows, how do you keep them engaged? It's, it's really tough. And we really got to be in tune with our enthusiasts. We do a lot of surveys throughout the year. Um, we go to a lot of other shows to see what they're doing, um, and we try and incorporate them as much as possible um, into different programs, whether it's the celebrity guests that we come in or bring into the show or work with you to bring in the, to the show, or it's just where we put them or what we feature in our displays. Like this year, we're featuring the uh, lightweights in Building T with our big Shelby an anniversary, which is uh, going to be absolutely huge, but the lightweight guys really have a great collection of galaxies and fair lanes and thunderbolts that are going to be in that building right across the way from the shelby's and shelby's got a huge unveil coming up at friday on friday at three o'clock in building two you're not going to want to miss it they're debuting a concept vehicle um in the building and it's going to be uh, a sight to see so or sorry it's at 3 30 correction so yeah. Yeah, Ken, I mean, you know, I don't want to take anybody away from my seminars. I know we have a Club Connect seminar both on Friday and Saturday. But, I mean, I look at the schedule when you come in and look at that program. Ken, I don't see any holes in that. I mean, do you guys have any holes in that schedule on any of the days? Uh, absolutely not. I mean, my team would love there to be a hole. Um, unfortunately, that's not the case this year. Pretty much starting Friday, we have something going off every 15 minutes on the schedule, whether it's a seminar with you or Al Jonic or Emmeline King or Steve Saxty in the Euro field with those guys or just really any of the walkarounds we have going on stage. And we have a ton of walkarounds, not just from Ford Motor Company, but companies like Celine, Fat House Performance with their 1200R um, Fat Body Mustang, which is a 1200 horsepower Shelby. Um, hey, Mike, absolutely. you know that guy, don't you? Yep, he's one of our members of our club. He's going to be, that car is going to be there. And so now we're going to be able to get walk-arounds on all these builds, Ken? Yeah, yeah. So like we even have builds from like KTL Restorations. They're going retro with a 1948 F1. Um, it's our pinnacle build that they debuted back at SEMA. And uh, it's an absolutely crazy car. They're also the... Uh, they had product Artemis at SEMA right next to the Ford display, which was their OBS Ford build, which was incredible. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, that won't be here, but KTL's also got a Cougar um, that debuted at the Detroit Autorama this year um, that's going to be in their display. And they're going to be talking about the different builds they have. Dan Neve with Cruise for a Cause, he's going to have the Billy Johnson Heritage Edition GT500. And there's tons of other ones that I'm forgetting. Celine with the yellow label Mustangs. Shelby American with a number of things, including their unveil happening at three o'clock in building T it's just going to be a huge, huge packed weekend. 
you know, ladies and gentlemen, I know there's so much to do in the summer and you can, there's a lot of Ford stuff going around, but, you know, we have some really big shows. This is the last year for Mustang Week, uh, which has always been a big show. An Up and Cumber, Ponies in the Smokies. You know, there's the new uh, Iowa Unstable has the, uh, you know, the, the big show that out there in Des Moines. Uh, and then there's Foxtoberfest and a lot of the old American muscle shows and everybody used to have a big show, but it, they were primarily Mustang shows. This is a Ford show. And yes, Mustangs make up a huge footprint. Every Mustang club worth their salt, every color registries out there, RMR, the greens, the reds, the yellows, they're all there. And the, the cool thing, Ken, at least for Mike and I, is to be able to rub shoulders with some of the presidents like um uh, Bart Barsavich from the International Thunderbird Club, those guys at the Lincoln Club, the Etzel Club, to see these guys who've been running car clubs longer than we've been driving, and they really know the hobby. If you want to know anything about any Ford, the owners are there. You can see the car there in person. It's like a, a walking Wikipedia of Ford history. And then, like you said, Ken, to be able to see the builds, the people, the celebrities, the engineers, the teams, and all the different Fords. It's a, it's a unique uh, a party. And I, I can't tell people enough about take the time. I know gas is really expensive this year. Uh, it, it might be worth skipping something else and just going to Carlisle to feel the atmosphere, uh, to feel the, the festival, the food, the people, the swap meet, the, 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 the memorabilia. The, it's just... Uh, that one thing you need to do as a Ford person. And Mike, remember uh, we were took around a, a brand new marketing manager and she's been moved on at, at Ford. She was going to start working in um, the Mustang marketing world. And we drove her around on the golf cart. And this was her very first Ford show. And do you remember the look on her face, Mike? Like, this is like, is this what the hobby is all about? And we said, this is what Carlisle's all about. Absolutely. And I told her, I mean, this is being your first event. Everything else is not going to measure up to this one because <laughs> this is the Super Bowl of the events, but yeah. you're going to get to see it. And she could just not, she couldn't, like, she just could not comprehend how many enthusiasts were there and how excited they were to see everything and everybody. And, um, and especially you, you know, um, everybody, you know, every two seconds, our cart stops because someone's asking a question or how you doing? And, and it might be somebody we met from Carlisle. And oh, yeah. I, I just, I, I, I can't say enough about the event. So anybody who's listening to all of our listeners, this is the Ford event in the world to be at. It has to be on your bucket list. Make sure you do it at least once. And I'm telling you, once you do it the first time, you're never going to want to miss another one. So Ken, how many, how many show cars can you get in there this year? How many can you fit on the fairgrounds? As many as come through the gate, we're going to fit them all. We'll figure out a way to do it. So, Speaking of that, what is the gate on a weekend, say a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? What, are we talking thousands of people? Um, around 60,000 people is what comes in. Oh, um, that card, that's on a normal year, so it's, it's huge. And it doesn't just end at the gate. Ford and this enthusiast group that we have, they parade downtown for our downtown parade and street party on Saturday night which really exposes the greater Carlisle and Pennsylvania community to what is a Ford enthusiast. Downtown Carlisle was actually ranked recently as one of the number one towns um, out there in the United States. 
And when we parade downtown with all the enthusiasts and with Ford, and I know you guys are both downtown for that event, mm-hmm. it's absolutely incredible to see the town accept the enthusiasts and learn about those cars. And downtown's got so many great shops, so many great restaurants and all that. And to see 400 cars come into town and basically block the streets and parade into town with the town's approval is great to see from a support um, that you really don't get in other areas of the country. A lot of areas of the country are saying no to car events. Yeah. Our town, they feed off of them and they love um, seeing all the different makes come in through. And Ford is probably one of their favorite parades that comes into town. So, Well, I can tell you this. Um, the, the tough thing about Carlisle is after the, the gates close for the day, there are 35 clubs going 35 different restaurants and doing gatherings and parties. And you can't make all the invites. You can't possibly go to an hour here, hour there. The T-Bird guys, the Galaxy guys, the the Mustang crew, this club, that club, there's just so much to do. You could, I mean, it's, I just, it's hard to get even four or five hours sleep. You could stay up all night with those guys. They're out in the parking lot. The next morning, they're the first people at the fairgrounds cleaning their car. It's just, it's just an overload. It's the sensory overload that we love so much, Ken. And uh, I got to tell you, both Mike and I, um, if there, there's nothing we, we enjoy more than going to Carlisle. But I, the last question I really have is the toughest one. The, how did you get through at least having something for someone during the pandemic? And I think I still think you did a great job, a very safe show. And yet people, uh, they still wanted to come out. How did you pull that off? I know that it was everybody else canceled. Yeah, our ownership, they really went to bat um, and had really no choice to go to bat um, for us with the uh, pandemic going on. Yes, we had to move our shows around. Yes, we obviously had to go to, I mean, seek permission through the state and all that sort of stuff. And obviously I won't bore you with that, but our team really started in March. We got back from Detroit Autorama and I kid you not, we started hearing about coronavirus and all that sort of stuff. And then literally myself and Ed, who runs a couple of our other shows, we went to um, a training and we came back and PA shut down. Uh, we were all remote. We were all, I was sitting here in my office at home um, thinking, what is going on? I mean, what's my future look like? What is the company's future look like? What does enthusiasts in the world um, going to look like at the end of this. Um, and it was absolutely insane. Our team really buckled down. We started looking at protocols that ended up getting used across the country at different yeah. events yeah. Uh, to really build up. I mean, how can we run an event safe? And yeah. um, it was really unique to go through that process. Um, some didn't like that process and um, some fought us on it, but really it was it was awesome in 2020 in August on our 25th anniversary year for the Ford Nationals to really come out swinging. And on Saturday, it was very safe. And honestly, it didn't look like it was off that much. We knew no. we were off a little bit, but Saturday looked like a normal year. Um, yeah. We were at about 2,800 cars that year. Um, our gates were a little bit down, mainly because people, due to travel restrictions, could only come one day because due to their jobs or whatever, they could not stay over in the hotels. Right. But 2020 taught us a lot about the enthusiasts too. We learned that a lot of enthusiasts, like what John was mentioning about the hotels, 
the social aspect of the clubs going 35 different directions or 60 <laughs> different directions is absolutely true. And we found out that the social aspect of the clubs is really what mattered. Um, the clubs want to gather socially. They want to do it safely, obviously, in 2020. And those hotel parking lots were still filled um, on Saturday evening or Friday evening if you stopped by. We couldn't run the parade because we didn't want to take the chance to run it downtown um, with the pandemic going on. That just didn't look like a smart move to us. Um, so we ended up visiting a lot of the hotels at the different parking lots. And um, yeah. it really, really unique and great to see the enthusiasts still get together. Um, and this year with, uh, and last year, even during the pandemic in 2021, we set a record for attendance and for the show field, which was crazy in a truly still pandemic year. Yeah. And um, this year it's absolutely coming on even stronger. We're, we're over 400 cars to the good. Um, at this point from where we were at this point last year, which absolutely is insane to think of. Um, but the pandemic really taught us a lot, taught us some new practices on how we can do things safer. Um, really insurance kind of taught us a couple things. That's why we changed the burnout contest to back at the track. Um, so that way we can have a safer um, spectator audience back there with the rolling burnouts and donut competition sponsored by a Turo tire. So it's um it's really unique how the pandemic taught us some things, but we're coming out stronger than ever out of it. And um, our shows last year, almost every single one of our shows set a record. Even in 2020, we were having great shows. And like I said, it wasn't that far off on Saturday. And really, some clubs actually came out of it stronger. It's crazy to see that. And unfortunately, we did lose a couple shows because they had to cancel. And unfortunately some of those clubs that run those shows, it's still hitting their coffers today. Yeah. Um, and they're doing some fundraisers to obviously bring back their shows. And it's unfortunately a, a sad reality that we're running into with the gas prices now. Um, but the, the great thing is to see all these enthusiasts still coming out hardcore um, even after pandemic. And this year seeing Canada, I was looking at our Canada numbers earlier today. We're over a hundred Canadians registered for the show field alone. Yeah, that's, um, some, that's some pent up demand. They haven't been able to cross for a couple of years. I bet you they're chomping at the bit to get down to Carlisle. Yeah. And we saw that last week at our import show. Um, we saw a lot of Canadians heck at our um, import or not our import, our spring Carlisle swap meet, which happened about, oh, about a month ago um, now. We saw a lot of Brazilians. We saw a lot of Swedes come mm -hmm. in. We yeah. saw a lot of Canadians, um, some Brazilians. Um, so the international market's definitely back, and it's great to see that because we missed them even in 2021. Imagine how crazy the show would have been in 2021 <laughs> if you had all those people back. Well, now people, we're going to see it in 22 with an even bigger show. Yeah, people um, from all over the world. I've, I've, you're right. I've met people from all over the world walking around Carlisle just like regular Joes. And the nice thing uh, that Mike and I have noticed, at least the, you can go each year and it's different. You, you add more things. I mean, look at the, um, can you look, something's going on. You're building a hotel right on the approach road into the gates. That's a, that all that old property that's been redeveloped. That looks like that's all going to be developed into a beautiful hotel area. It's, it's growth and change and embracing different things every year. I think that's the formula. And we love to go to see what, what new stuff you've got up your sleeve every year. Yeah, we, our team really gets together in the off season. And honestly, the off season for us really doesn't happen. Um, off season is 
July and August before we actually get the Mike Ray show and figuring out what are we doing for the next year. Now, most of the time for the Ford event, we're looking three years, four years out typically. So we have an idea by the time we get to the Ford show, but that's when the ideas start happening. It's I literally come into the office on Monday morning and somebody's like, Hey, we're done with the show. It's June 6th. And uh, I want to talk to you about what we're doing on June 2nd through four in 2023. It's going to happen. It's the way it is. And it's, it's awesome to see that much enthusiasm around the Ford brand. Yeah. I think, I think that sums it up perfectly. I think the number one thing that you're seeing is, is passion. And by seeing these people coming back year after year, Mike, it's going to be tough. Uh, gas is knocking at five bucks, but you, you're telling people you might, it might be worth sacrificing some of the smaller things that you do uh, to, to make the sacrifice to come because the the one Carlisle that you're not going to be there, that's the one you're really going to miss the most. I don't know how you keep them on track, Mike, but even with gas prices and hotel, what they are, the experience is worth the investment. Absolutely. And like I said, each year we grow and grow and grow. And this year, I think we more than doubled our participation from last year. So um, it's, it's great to see everybody coming out. We promote it all year long at the meetings that, you know, what is the one go-to show every year? And it's always Carlisle out of my mouth. I think Ken knows that, that um, I cannot be a bigger supporter of that event uh, at all. I mean, it's just, just phenomenal is the word I would use to describe it. Yeah, I got to yeah. tell you, Ken, secretly, I don't usually, I don't share with this with the Mustang Owners podcast, but when Mike and I will we'll text each other back and forth, he'll send me a note, only eight more weeks till Carlisle, only six more weeks till Carlisle, only four more months till Carlisle. I mean, it's always yeah. on our mind. Uh, and that's because you're throwing such a great uh, party. And Ken, again, and thank you one, so much for your time. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to say too about the cost savings, like Mike said, yes, there's other things that are in the world that are costly right now, but there's so many good part deals down in the swap meet that if you're looking for that part on eBay um, or out on Facebook Marketplace or this, that, and the other, sometimes you can get a better deal in the swap meet or even on the manufacturer's midway. I know Roush, CDC, Celine, um, our partners in A&A Automotive or Auto Parts, um, they all have usually specials going on at the show. Um, and sometimes you can get that exhaust um, put on your car at the show and it's cheaper than if you went and bought it off Amazon. Um, and you don't have to worry about installing it yourself. A train tech's going to do it. I actually just did that with our partner, A&A Auto Parts um, stores here in Carlisle. They um, were at our import show and I was talking to them about a bed cover for my Maverick. And I had been looking at them in advance and installed. It was cheaper by about $300 to get it at the show. So if you're looking for those mods and yes, you're looking at the cost to go to Carlisle, you might be able to find a better deal by coming yeah. to the actual show than to buy on Amazon and sit home. It's crazy to think that way, but um, no, you're right. I know, a guy, I, I know a guy last year that came to your car corral. He was looking for a Mustang coupe. And he's almost bought one at auction twice. And then when he came to Carlisle, he said the one he wanted was there. And it was almost $1,000 cheaper than any of the four or five cars he was shopping for the last two years. He bought it instantly the first night. And he was one of the happiest guys. Your car corral was so cool. Again, Ken, there are just so many reasons why to go. And uh, you um, treat us like family, treat clubs like family. And all it's your team. It's just like seeing uh, going to a family reunion. We couldn't be happier. Thank you for all that you do for not just 
us in the hobby, but everybody in the Ford community. And uh, again, thank you for your time tonight. Yeah, thank you for all the support you both give to us and the entire enthusiast community gives to us. We're nothing without the enthusiasts and the clubs that support us. So we thank everybody that attends. So, Mike, are you still going to buy me that uh, bratwurst and uh, lemonade? Absolutely. Can't miss it. It's a tradition. That's right. And then, of course, we got to have the shaved ham sandwich and go talk to all those people. It's just impossible to talk to everyone. We'll try try the grilled ham sandwich this year. So, Stoltzis, who does it? has a new grilled ham and cheese sandwich. It is it is 10 times better than the old ham sandwich. And you know how good those ham sandwiches are. Now, so. Ken, is that the place that's right down the, the road right from our Moxham tent? Yes. 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 Okay, right perfect. In, All right. They have a new stand in the food court. They're doing breakfast, too. So you can eat there instead of your hotel. And their breakfast is very good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Food. You know, there's yeah. nothing like talking to, like, the – an, an older, I met some gentleman from the uh, Galaxy Club, and we both had the same mustard stain on our shirts. That's absolutely true. It's in the it's, same spot. Yeah, yeah. So God love we you. Love our food yeah, you. we love our food vendors, and there's actually we added more this year just because of the demand, and yeah. we can't wait. I I can't wait to actually test out some of the new ones myself that haven't been in yet, or I haven't got to for the uh, um, show. So unfortunately we've had them at our other shows, but I've been busy doing other things. So, oh, that, we, but the grilled sure. ham and cheese is definitely otherworldly. So you got it, Ken. It's a picnic. It's a party. It's a festival. We expect to see all of you out there. Everyone within the, the sound of our voices to come to the Ford nationals this year. It's always the first weekend in June. We hope to see you there. Come stop by either one of my seminars. Come see all of there is to see at the Ford Nationals and be part of this wonderful hobby. Ken, again, thank you so much, Mike. Can't wait till we're down there very shortly. And you, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to another edition of the Mustang Owners Podcast. And we'll see you next time down the road.